Um, I have a high noon and I have a white claw. I'm, I'm mixing it up. I have both. Wow, that's like what? What would be the equivalent of that? Maybe like like I'm thinking Long Island iced tea, but like a different area. You know when you mix a bunch of alcohols together. Yeah, like yeah. What, what? What's like a very like white girl place to go? A place in Georgia people be going to all the time for bachelorette. A Savannah iced tea. Sav- <laughs> Savannah. <laughs> it's a Savannah iced tea. <laughs> it's just a little artsy, and creative, and a little centric. You know, just a little white claw and uh, you know, a high noon. of not to be technical our 20th recorded episode yeah. honestly kind of nuts we're at we're at 20 episodes 20 weeks of this straight and over 2,000 downloads so listeners thank you for being involved on this journey and we hope to grow this more uh, so just as a general recap of how we do things here for our new listeners we're going to have some follow-ups from the previous week. We're going to have uh, some trending tech topics. And then we're going to jump in and discuss, I think, a, a, list, a question from one of our listeners, Charlie. I think it's about um, how you can tell like if a photo is fake or photoshopped. That's right. Yeah. A listener uh, actually commented and said, are there ways online that you can easily tell if a photo is fake or photoshopped? Maybe they're trying to figure out if someone's catfishing them or I- I'm not sure. But we actually looked into it. We have some ways you can do that. So we'll be getting into that for our main topic. But yeah, Nafis, uh, I just want to kind of restate what you said in terms of we are very appreciative. You know, 20 episodes, 2,000 downloads, it's a lot. Thanks for recapping the format for everyone. If there's any new listeners out there, we appreciate you. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're uh, 20 episodes. I didn't think we'd get this far. I believed in us. You did believe in us. And Charles, don't forget, Nafis, how the hell are you? Well, well, wait one second. <laughs> Where is Gary? Do like what? What is going on here, Office? Uh, is this anonymous listener number four? No, it's not <laughs> listener number three, guys. Come on! No, Gary is not with us this week. Uh, he has a lot going on. You know, Gary had a nice streak, didn't he? Like Gary, like you know, for a while was extremely unreliable. Hey, that that was rough. That that actually hurt me to say. It hurt me to say too. Uh, actually, that's a that's why I, I don't feel hurt for all. Right, all. There there was a little bit of inconsistency there. You know, this is true. Uh, but yes, good streak. Gary's not on the pod today. Very sad. He's not on the pod today, but we do have a new anonymous listener. This will be our third one. Welcome, anonymous listener number three to the podcast. Thank you for joining us last second. Uh, what do you have to say to the people? Thank you for the welcome. Happy to be here. Don't know if I can fill Gary's shoes. I have actually known Charlie and Gary for a long time. I even lived with Gary's wife and Wait, Novice really? is... That's right. One of my favorite roommates ever. Novice is a new friend, a longtime listener, big fan. Happy to be here. Awesome. Well, are you happy to be anonymous listener number three or is this something, a title that you've been after? I don't know about the anonymous listener. I think... What, what, do, what do you mean? Happy to be introduced by name. By name. Wow. So oh, for anyone okay. that doesn't know this... We have Harold on the show today. Um, would you like to go by Harold? Was, I'll was take that it. the name you would... You'll, you, would you really like to be Harold? I'll take it. All right. You will be known as Harold then, aka anonymous listener number three. But for anyone that has no idea what we're talking about, we've had one guest on our show so far that has been named. This was on our last episode, episode 17, with Steve Asoe. 
I believe that's how you say it. He went over NFTs in great detail in our last episode. It's actually our most popular episode in our first week of release ever. Uh, so if you're interested about NFTs, definitely recommend checking that out. But we've had two other uh, anonymous listeners join us so far that are not named guests. They're joining us. They're talking about the topics with us. They all bring their own flair, their own stuff here. Who can keep track? I, I, I'm keeping track. <laughs> Office has trouble keeping track, but I, I kind of keep track about most things here. <laughs> yeah, uh, but anonymous listener number three, a.k.a. Harold, uh, do you have anything you want to tell us about yourself in terms of kind of some of your interests? what you do for a living, anything of that nature? Sure. Definitely also interested in the topics covered by the Not To Be Technical podcast. I also have a tech-centered career in educational technology, doing sales, but also studying the design side. Whoa. Yeah. Happy to to be here. Sales, tech, education, (laughs) design. I love it. So many things. So many important things in the business world, in this very cross-functional. Extremely cross-functional, maybe a holistic approach as well. So I'm sure you get all the business talk all day long, but we're here to get technical. So thanks again, Harold, for being on with us. Yes, thank Uh, you, Harold. We really appreciate Yeah, thank you, Harold. Um, So I think we should kind of get right into kind of the question you posed, Harold. And I think last episode is one of the first episodes I didn't ask Nafis how the hell he was. Uh, So many people wrote in saying, how was Nafis last week? Uh, I'm sure, Harold, you were probably concerned that you didn't know how Nafis was. Uh, But Nafis, how the hell are you? You know, Charlie, um, it's been, I'd say like a a good week. I have, you know, a fun weekend planned. I'm going to a bachelorette party. But overall, where my what? mind's been, oh yeah, um, I forget that it's kind of strange to mention. But yeah, I'm I'm going I'm going to be a uh, bride's man at a wedding. Uh, is that the term, Harold? Do you, do you what, what family or friend? Uh, friend. What if it was a family friend? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, either way, that that is unique. But good for you. Sorry, I cut you off here. Oh. It seems like you're doing a, a great. Uh, you're having a great week. You're going to a bachelorette party. You are the bride's. Man, man of or bride's boy the bride's for, bo- i like bride's boy, <laughs> bride's the bride's boy. boy. <laughs> i think bride's boy is the right like term the okay so go you're gonna boy. be the bride's boy please continue with your week and, your, your um, how, how are you you know everything everything's going good but what i've been kind of thinking about is um it, it sounds strange but i feel like i've been just kind of like in a sense tired and, and not in like the sort of traditional way of being like i'm overworking or something like that it, the best way I could describe it in a way is that I feel sometimes like overstimulated. I feel like my brain's like constantly running and like I'm just like getting requests hmm. all the times, both in just, you know, like a professional sense, but like also my personal life. And um, like, you know, I just feel like I come home and there's just like always even more stuff to do. And I just feel like I'm, I'm in a sense trying to catch a break. Um, so I'm thinking about ways to uh, leave that. Interesting. So. What would you say, like, when you get home? So, obviously, I know you, obviously, at work, you're getting requests all day long. You're kind of like the glue that keeps a lot of stuff together at work. But, like, do you decompress when you get home? Like, you know, how, like, there, there's got to be ways that you can alleviate this, right? So, yeah, you know, definitely. There, there's, there's forms of decompression when I get home. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not just like going crazy all the time. But, like, I will say, like, when I get home a lot, like, you know, I live with my mother and my sister. I think we're in general a pretty loud family. Like I'm a loud person, but I just feel like I come home and they're just like, "Hey, did you do this? Hey, is this going on? Like, uh, like can you can you tell me what's going on with this?" And I'm just like, "Oh my god!" There's just like all this yelling, and I'm just trying to like get away from all the noise <laughs> for like ten seconds. You know, I'm like 
you know, let me go to like, you know, let me so, go work out or like lay as down. As someone who like, lives alone, that sounds very overwhelming. Oh my God. So, uh, and as someone that frequents uh, Nafis's family home, um, <laughs> and, and let me preface this by saying that both the women that uh, live in the, your home, your your mother and your sister, they're wonderful. I love them both. But you are not wrong. There is a lot of yelling there. Yelling, I'm not even sure why. I, I you know, we're working out, we're hanging out. People are just yelling about stuff. They don't even seem mad. They, I, I don't know. Maybe they're mad. Maybe they're not. But they're yelling. I feel like maybe I should start yelling. It's it's very confusing when I get in there. There's always I'm surprised yelling you haven't happening. started. Uh, honestly, I, I don't be- know. I, I feel like I would, everyone would be more comfortable if I yelled about stuff. It's about dinner. It's about, you know, the dog. It's about how your day is. You know, how it's working. Everyone's yelling. It's just a loud family. Uh, it's weird. In conversation, not so much. But there's just constant yelling from around the house. Just yelling everywhere. Yeah, sometimes Charlie's like, hey, is everything okay? And I'm like, oh, yeah, everything's fine. My mom's just talking to her friend. Uh, or sometimes it's like, oh yeah, they're kind of pissed about this. Like, I don't know if they're pissed at, but they're pissed about something. I can tell by certain inflection changes. Should I leave? Should I yell? I don't know. It's just a lot going on there. Did you guys ever know anyone who had the intercoms in their house? I did. Ooh, I did not know anyone. Oh yeah. Back in the day when that was like a specific device for that. But you know what's interesting? I think a lot of people don't realize that their Amazon devices, if you have multiple ones, can do that. And you can literally be like, hey, like, you know, um, announce if you say announce to the house or announce anything um, after you ask Alexa, like just to do that, it'll actually say to all the speakers, you could be like, hey, like, you know, Nafis is uh, Nafis is yelling or Nafis is working out or or whatever you want to say. This is excellent information. It's amazing. Like I have like a, a story about this. I remember like I needed to get like my passport number or something from the house. Honestly, I yeah. can't even remember what the hell I needed, but I was trying to get in touch with my mom who was home. And I, this, this frustrates me to no end. My mom never keeps her phone on her. Like when she's at home, she just doesn't wear clothes with pockets. Like what the fuck? And I'll call her a thousand times. She doesn't pick up her phone. And I just like had a last resort where I just like went into like the Alexa app, put an announcement. And I was like, mom, pick up your fucking phone. <laughs> and I had it on repeat until she eventually like heard it. And she was like, what is this? And then she called me and saw the this text on her phone. You got to get her one of those holster clips. I actually just got her an Apple watch. Well, like a pager? <laughs> is that what you're referring to, Harold? No, have you seen people do that with their phone? <laughs> oh, your phone. Okay. I mean, we got Apple watches yeah. now. No, you, I gave her a hand right. There are better options. You're right. The Apple so, watch has been a game changer. She now has got that on all the time, is picking up phone calls with that. Wonderful. So, Dolph, there's a couple things there in your story I, I want to expand on. First one is I'm very glad that you added clarification that your mother never wears clothing uh, with pockets. At first, I was mortified <laughs> with, with where the statement was going. I was like, what is going on at this household? Oh, uh, yeah. Not we're all new to by the way, at the Ahmed yeah. family. <laughs> not only are you yelling, but like you ain't wearing clothes. I'm like, very weird. But anyways, uh, the second thing is what you're describing is actually on the uh, on the app, the Amazon Alexa app. Yeah. And you can actually announce from there on your phone, which I think is a good thing to clarify too. You can do that remotely, you know, if you're not, you know, like able so to reach funny. someone. Yeah. But it's really cool when you're in the house, you have multiple rooms too. I could be like, you know, if I'm upstairs and office is downstairs, I'd be like, office, like, you know, can you bring me like some, um, I don't know, bring me anything, bring, bring me food, bring me, yeah. come, come upstairs and, and give me a big old hug. Who knows? Whatever I want to announce, I can announce it. So I, I think that's cool. I think it's a feature a lot of people don't know. I don't even know how I knew that then. I didn't even know that. 
Yeah, Same you, for Google you know Home. It. Did you just do some research on the fly? You know it. You, you've all wow. I, I don't. Do you think Gary has ever done that in office? Um, he did look up stock he prices. Did, he once. did look up XL that. Fleet. Um, he did do that. I, you know what? I should give Gary some credit. Gary does yeah. things sometimes. I have a lot of trouble looking stuff up on the fly, um, partially because of the placement of my mic, but mainly because my keyboard is really loud. So like I'm trying to click really softly, but it sounds like this all the time. Like I had to mute. <laughs> oh, that sounds terrible. Yeah. Thank you for meeting office. No, That's very sorry. nice of you. Yeah. So another thing that I feel like is coming up a lot lately, like gas prices have gone up like crazy, extremely expensive, like unnecessarily. But that kind of had me thinking and I, I kind of want to see if you guys can kind of on the fly come up with this. So a couple episodes ago, we did a we call it a Mount Rushmore. It's your top four things since there's four presidential faces on Mount Rushmore. Like what are the top four things of things that might be unnecessarily expensive? You know, obviously gas, there's certain things that could fluctuate, but what are things that like really don't need to be expensive, but they are expensive? Um, I have a couple uh, ideas kind of brewing already. And of course, to be fair, I, I was able to ruminate on this as I was kind of thinking of the question. I'm not sure if you guys are able to. So I'll, I'll kind of rattle some off first, but I kind of want to come up with our own Mount Rushmore again. Classic. One that I, yeah, you know, classic. It's, it's definitely classic. A Just, little I, podcast I, feedback. I loved the soup category uh, last episode. Perfect for fall. Were there any soups that we missed? That we should have had in our Mount you Rushmore You guys covered suits. specifically Nafis, I think, covered like all my favorite soups. Oh, let's go. Is that right? Yeah, wow. it's true. Let's go, Nafis. Yeah, we're going to get soup sometime soon. I would love that. I'd have to bleep out it's that soup name. Season. You feel me? Oh, uh, Harold, we'll get soup sometime soon. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so gasoline definitely is up there. Does it need to be that expensive? Probably not. It's a little bit of a monopoly, but fine. Um, I do think something that comes up a lot, I haven't thought about this a lot lately, but college textbooks are really expensive. And that's something where I remember I used to use the service. I forgot what it was called. I know it had like orange branding where you would rent the textbook for the semester and then you would just send it back. Like I, def I did that religiously because they were so expensive. And like you're paying for so much stuff in college already. And you have to get these textbooks on top of it. It makes no sense at all. And when you'd have to buy one with a code... Oh, I hate that. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. The, the online, online classwork bullshit. Yeah. And then they, they moved over to like ebooks too, especially for like the remote classing as well. But like it's kind of, I don't know. I, I think they still charge as much. You can't really yeah. do the rental route. You can't buy it used. So there's a whole monopoly on it. It doesn't need to be as expensive as it is. College is already being paid for a lot. It, it's all people that know each other, selling each other textbooks and content, writing updated editions, edition 73 of introduction to microbiology. With college professor salaries, they need it. That might be a good point, actually, Harold. <laughs> the system <laughs> needs to change. But not every professor gets to write a textbook, right? They kind of all these undercover deals. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it's not like your college is just selecting any old textbook. I mean, I mean, maybe textbooks make sense, but what about like graphing calculators? Aren't they oh. using like the same damn graphing oh, calculator? That's a good like one. 10, 15 Graphic years. calculators need to go. Like, just, just get out of my face. Graphic calculators. And the thing is, like, the technology has come so far. Like what we can do yeah. on our phones, or like I think there's like the website like Wolfram Alpha, which you like. Could yeah, do that's all a good one. Calculus homework on. Like, 
done. Yeah, but then you would need to use a device during tests and stuff. So mm. it's they'll always they'll always have like for in-person testing, like they'll have that where you need a graphing calculator, right? Maybe eventually there'll be devices where it just kind of uses stuff like that and limits like other functionality or going on websites or things like that. But that yeah, makes graphing sense. calculator is a good one. The other one that I thought of, or actually I had two that I thought of. Um, I'll start with the less morbid one. Mattresses. So mattresses oh, shit, are so expensive. And I, I looked into it once. And when you buy mattress at retail price, so if you go into like any of those mattress stores or whatever, you're paying four times the cost of what it makes to produce one. Like if you're a mattress producer. So it's know, like the delivery of the mattress that's inflating the cost? Not even the delivery. It is just that they somehow in this industry have just made like everyone has kind of had it aligned where they're charging four times the cost. Does this also if you include were to, like direct to consumer brands like Casper and all those other mm, things and Purple? So I don't think it included that when I looked okay. it up. So I, I don't have the numbers in front of me. I'm talking about traditional Sorry. matches, maybe like matching going giant. too deep. Yeah. Yeah. You're really going deep here. You know, this is uh, there this are matches. so many of those locations by the way too many <laughs> it doesn't make there's sense like, oh you're right <laughs> mattress firm. So mattress there's too some many. of those are definitely drug fronts like oh, it's gotta absolutely. be there's something up They're with that money. or maybe just people are buying mattresses and don't talk about it no one's like <laughs> oh my god like i, I just want some mattress you know no one's that proud of their new mattress where did I you mean, get your mattress you don't always need a mattress though you know what i mean it's not like you buy those yearly hopefully like that no. would be terrible yeah. You know, like you're I thought my mattress had city furniture. <laughs> I think I actually did. Not I, I, I took that question way too literally. I'm so um, happy with it. Yeah, I should I I want to get a new mattress soon, actually. And I would definitely do it through a medium like that. But one other way to answer your question, office actually, is the cost for wholesalers, which Casper and Purple, they may fall into this category. They definitely where, upcharge. You know, they're in between. They're upcharging yeah. a little bit, but they're definitely cutting some cost. Yeah. But a wholesaler cost of a mattress is two times the price to produce it. So even that is like a very big profit margin. Wow. Like forgetting the 4X for retail at like your random like mattress store. So however they got here where they're able to charge that much, um, it is a way more profit than they should be getting, like 100%. Like it, it is just for some reason, it's way more expensive. The last thing I had for something that's way too expensive, and I think this is terrible that it's so expensive. But to actually have a proper funeral, the cost for funerals, especially at a funeral it's morbid, home, but yeah, it's real. It, it, it is expensive. You, there's insurance just for funerals. I mean, life insurance a lot of times covers that. It is an insane cost for, especially for what is happening too. Um, it's upcharged tremendously just for a space, just for all these things. Uh, it, it is something that, I, yes, it is morbid, but. The I think it's of it, predatory. It is. Because it is. Yeah, so much they emotion. have people when they're in such an emotional place and then they're selling to them. Because you're not it's ready outrageous. to shop around for services. It, it, it's no. already a lot, you know? Um, so so I went through this, this process recently in February when my dad passed. And so like, there's a lot that goes into it. One, just kind of like coordinating, like you have to call the funeral home. You'll have to coordinate when they're going to get buried. You have to then coordinate getting the, you know, funeral home um, to pick up the body from the hospital, among all these other things. And there's all those costs associated with it. And like, at least in my circumstance, it wasn't, it, it was reasonably priced to a certain degree is because we were following like religious practices and like 
through that, it it's like more discounted. I'm going to say something kind of sacrilegious, though. I'm not going to lie. Uh, comparatively to maybe some other religions, like Islam does things like pretty bare bones. And like at least the, the the place where we buried our father, it's like I look over on the side and I'm like, what the hell? Everybody looks so much nicer and all of their like tombstones <laughs> look cool. Why are we like kind of just in this outskirts area? It's like, I guess we got what we paid for. Fuck. But like, damn, it is all morbid, but shit, like maybe we should have shopped around a little bit. <laughs> maybe we should have shopped out a little bit more. <laughs> damn, community. Well, I'm sorry for your loss, Noth. Oh, thanks. Oh, uh, Harold. Thank you, Harold. <laughs> But yeah, so hopefully that's giving you guys enough time to come up with your own Mount Rushmore. We can form a Mount Rushmore together of things that you feel are too expensive. Harold, do you want to start? Oh, yeah, sure. So many things that are too expensive. I second, first of all, college textbooks, but I'm going to add to that and just make my number one college. That's a good one. Just at a high level. (laughs) Overpriced, too expensive. All parts of it. The dorms, the tuition, the fees. It's nonsense. (laughs) Number two, as a homeowner, this came up recently for me, uh, tree trimming. Have either of you ever needed to get some trees trimmed? Oh, man. Landscaping (laughs) in general is nuts, but tree trimming? Oh, my God. Landscaping. I'm about to just get some clippers and do it myself. It's insane. I (laughs) do. To the low-hanging branches, but I have these big, nice oak trees, which sounded like such a great spot for a house. Uh, in reality, a lot of maintenance, <laughs> and to get yep, to pay yeah. someone to go up there and trim back the trees, expensive. Landscaping, I'm thinking about this in particular. I bought like... I know, like almost like 2,000 pounds of rocks for my mom. And it's hundreds of dollars. I mean, like it makes sense. Oh, yeah. But it's like, fuck. Like just to put rocks outside. I'm like, God, I'm shelling out a I'm lot of I'm about to just this. put rocks outside. And then it's like, it's not <laughs> like you drive all of that at once. I have a Corolla. I'm just like kind of putting in like a few hundred at a time coming back you for more. You moved them yourself? You didn't have them delivered? <laughs> oh, no. I mean, oh, I man. I went to the local Home Depot and just got like 40 pound bags at a time. That's I guess a lot that of was, rock to move. Office loves not paying for delivery, like other than Uber Eats. I respect that. Like plywood, uh, moving costs, things of that nature where I, I like feel it. like maybe he should spend a little bit more He's like no i i got i got my buddy with his truck like we got i got my corolla i'm like dude like you know just, just chill it a little shout bit shout out to my boy you know, kyle with his truck we out here always good to have a friend with a truck it is i, I would never have a truck myself but a friend <laughs> of a truck love those people usually i think maybe yeah and they hate me love truck i'm not a, i actually don't have a lot of friends with trucks i'm just realizing as i'm saying uh, yeah, maybe maybe not. gary with one. his uh, cyber truck soon he claims get he wants what? to get a cyber truck. Yes. Um, you know, I don't know if you want us to reveal what a purchase. this. He probably doesn't care. But you know the cyber truck is now the cheapest Tesla to actually order. Uh the base model. I, I thought that was surprising when I learned that because the cyber truck just looks so huge and it's like futuristic. But if you were to pre-order one right now, it is cheaper than the base model of a Tesla Model 3. Wow, that's that's wild. I am personally not a fan of the aesthetic of the Cybertruck. I actually like it. Like if I were to get a truck or SUV thing, I think it's great. It's obnoxious in the best way for me. But I love just like huge things that shouldn't be like tech and they are. Like it's just like I like that it just breaks the unconventional mode or, or what's the word? Mold of of a truck. It, it defies kind of what you would associate with a truck normally. I, it I sure love it. Does. I love everything about it. 
But um, <laughs> Gary will get it, and we'll just be buddies that way, and I'll use his truck to move rocks. Uh, <laughs> Gary, when you listen to this, please help me move um, some plywood uh, out of the background of my garage uh, with your Tesla truck. Yeah, that'll be in two years. Perfect. But did perfect. you have anything else for us, Harold? Any other things that are too expensive? Yes, I have one more very important one, and that is womanhood. Ooh. <laughs> Specifically, Harold. Harold talking about strong with the, womanhood. the pink tax. Are the you boys tax. familiar with the pink tax? You know, that's not a term I've heard before. I feel like context yeah, clues like can context give me an idea. But Harold, please enlighten us. Harold, a.k.a. Anonymous Listener number 3. The pink tax basically is women's products being priced um, higher than men's products for no you know, design reasons. For example, razors. Men and women's... for females? That's right. Really? Yeah. Well, for females, debatable, but the pink ones that are marketed toward women. Oh, you're talking about the function the same. Actually, like, okay, got it. Interesting. I did not know that. Wow. I guess how much is a razor? How much is a razor? That varies on a lot of It depends on what you're... Yeah. 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 Great question, Nick. But generally, like cosmetics, clothing. You're right. Actually, I've never thought about that. Yeah. So, pink tax, I definitely wasn't thinking exactly what you said there. Same here. Okay. I'm glad you said that. What were you thinking? Now I got to know. I was just thinking things about. you know, womanhood, uh, feminine products. Um, yes, feminine like, products. Yes. Added, that is course. an added expense. It is an added expense. <laughs> yes, uh, it's probably too expensive as well. But that's what I thought you were referring me, to. Me but the too. pink tax is actually more enlightening. There was some terms. talk about those products n- needing to not be taxed, which is, I think, fair. I support that talk. Oh, oh yeah. Keep talking, implement it. I think that's, it shouldn't be taxed. No. Absolutely. Yeah, but the healthcare costs and are, are definitely excellent in America overall. Okay. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of healthcare costs, that's my first one. Definitely going to be the cost Whoa. of just uh, medical care uh, in the US, particularly. Um, this could be services or medication, especially if you don't have insurance. Um, so, I think back on when I had broken my leg. Uh, in like 2017, I didn't have medical insurance at the time. So when I got all these bills, they were ridiculous. Um, but I had like my car insurance at the time medically adjust all the bills. And like, I just like particularly remember certain services that were just charged like so much. Like one was like occupational therapy. Um, one, when the occupational therapist came in, I was just like, honestly, like you're really sweet, but like, I don't need this assistance. Like, uh, I know I'm injured, but I can put my socks on. Like I, at that time I was quite fit and I could still get around. I didn't need like devices that help me do like, you know, simple, like ordinary home tasks. Uh, and I was like, I don't need to do this. And then when I saw the bill of like how much they charged me for it for like half an hour to an hour, it was like a thousand dollars. And I'm like, are Insane. you fucking kidding me? Like I did not get a thousand dollars worth of value out of here. Now, granted, like the way they do this stuff is like they upcharge a ton and then they probably talk to your insurance company and then they have some sort of rate at which they build yeah. things out actually and there's a lot of back and forth uh, but i kind of had to do a lot of that by myself but that alone ridiculous this one just came up for me recently um it's uh, printer ink i just feel like i'm always fucking running out of ink and at least in the past i would just end up not buying it but these days like my printer is connected to my alexa uh, like suite of things. So I get an email from Amazon that's like, hey, uh, you know, your uh, printer is low on ink. You want to order some? Oh, no I'm like, way. Fuck. I'm like, yeah, just do it. Just do it, Alexa. Like, 
I might as well get some ink because um, when I need it, I'm going to be frustrated. Is there any reason not to buy recycled printer ink, like recycled cartridges? I would say a good reason not to get recycled printer ink is if you hate the environment and you don't care. Oh, good one, Charlie. That's a really good reason. Yeah, Yeah, I forgot about that. You're just like, screw that shit. Burn it all down. Uh Yeah, that's. I would say if, if you're out there listening to this, yeah, 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 just just don't just got regular yeah. printer ink. So, yeah, team no printer ink, uh, recycled <laughs> printer ink. Um, <laughs> strong there, strong, very strong input there, office. Yeah, very Thank strong, you. very confident. Um, so you got two more for us, off glasses. Um, what the fuck? Ooh, those are expensive. Yeah, gla- oh, so like, you know, there, there's Warby Parker and whatnot, and you know they're discounted. But it's more of like, yo, this plastic, you know, this shit doesn't take a lot of money to fucking make. They're all like pumping them out at one company that it owns all this fucking monopoly on glasses, sunglasses, all of the all, everything. And most of these things are made yeah. out of like some plastic like material, and they've got these molds, and they're just pumping it out. These things probably t- take like two dollars to make, and I buy them for like two to three hundred dollars. Do you um, use insurance? I do. I mean, so I also like get special lenses and all that stuff. So like without insurance, my like the glasses I'm wearing right now are probably like five hundred dollars. Then with insurance, wow. it's like those are five hundred dollars. I mean, they look great. Yeah. Thanks, uh, Charlie. I could see his face. He's like, Noff is getting new glasses. Those don't fit your face. Noff needs some modern glasses. I like hey, them. They- I, I've never needed glasses. You. I've had these for a couple of years now. I'm over the style. Uh, I've Harold, kept the same one for a while. Harold, just tell me this isn't the case. Tell me that these glasses that you see right now don't look like the same glasses that a 13-year-old boy walking into a Target eye care center would say, these oh, are the glasses yeah. I want for my son. And the mother's picking that up for your son. Tell me those don't look like those glasses. <laughs> I disagree. And I like what? them truly Get from the bottom of my heart. Really. And they remind me, it's like a Clark Kent glass style. Clark Kent is old as shit. Just like- <laughs> I like Clark Kent. <laughs> Clark Kent's been around since like, who knows what? I don't it's care a classic. <laughs> it's a classic. <laughs> me and Harold are on those the are, same, same no, wavelength right Those now. are some mom picked my glasses when I was in middle school oh, glasses. Oh, no, yeah. don't listen to him. Don't listen I've been to there. him. I'm, I'm sorry. You, I just got to tell you the truth. I feel so much better. You never wear glasses, Charlie. Really? Yeah, you. I wear glasses. He wears them sometimes. Eh. Honestly, it throws me off a lot when he does these days. I'd say I wear them 20% of the time. Have you started wearing them more as you're aging? Uh, not because I'm aging, but just because they're damn stylish because my mom didn't pick my glasses. <laughs> they are pretty stylish. <laughs> they're an accessory. Okay. Uh, I remember you, yeah, wore, the- you wore glasses a lot during like when we were like more quarantined and working remote. You wore glasses quite frequently. So like, I think I watched a I was couple- depressed and I didn't care about my style as much. Yeah, that's just what yeah. it is. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of being depressed, Just kidding, but not really. uh, we recently watched some videos of the past where um, we first just started working out and like it, Charlie looks like a different person, completely different person. Oh, from a year ago? Oh yeah, I, I was looking rough Congrats. a year ago. Uh, thanks. I, thanks for, uh, you know, really getting my ego up here. But uh, he, he was looking yeah, rough. But Thanks now, to you for helping me work out in office. Looking, yeah, uh, I was looking rough. He's looking like uh, a charming Charlie these days. I guess so. Uh, that could be a nickname for me. That, that's your but, new um, nickname. It's also a brand store or whatever. But thank you, Dolphus, for that very kind shout out. And more importantly, do you feel better? I do feel better. Yeah, that's um, what matters. Mentally and physically. And I have nice glasses. So, you know, it's... <laughs> he doesn't wear I think that really, Way to go. I wear them. I wear them. Anything else, Noff, or can we move on? <laughs> 
let's just move on. No, let's we're not moving on. Let's, let's just move on. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's just to recap, it. here's my Mount Rushmore of them based on everything everyone said. First is going to be the pink tax. There should be no pink tax. I agree heavily there. College textbooks and, and just college in general, I think is the second. I'm going to throw mine of mattresses in there. And then lastly, I do think Nafis, I would put in my Mount Rushmore. I think I'm going to put medical care. Medical care is just insane. But thanks for coming on the spot with these great things that you thought of. I had a lot of time to prepare. Your, your answers, Harold and Office, were much better than mine. So we just built an excellent Mount Rushmore. Once again, uh, I like the soup one no more. Soup's a little bit more fun. Soup and tasty, was good. But... Soup was fun. Soup was I fun. I like there. that one. I'll give a November suggestion for pie. Ooh, favorite Ooh. pies. Oh, I wish we did that now instead of... Next time. That's a great suggestion, Harold. Gary, Not get prepped. Number three. Gary, start prepping right now. <laughs> right now on pies, please. Do you want to follow up real quickly? So we had a very important question on our last episode about NFTs, about the Nightmare Before Christmas movie, uh, which has nothing to do with NFTs. Uh, but we've had people tell us, hey, that's a Christmas movie. It's a Halloween movie. Uh, right now we're in the Halloween season, spooky season. And I'm seeing Jack spooky Skeleton season. around everywhere. But Harold, is... The Nightmare Before Christmas, a Halloween or a Christmas movie? I've never seen it. What? Never. never. That's shocking. It didn't look appealing. <laughs> but, but did it look more like a Halloween or a Christmas movie? It definitely looked more like a Halloween movie. That's right. Team Halloween. Let's go. They, everyone except Gary Aside on the podcast. Aside from Christmas in the title, nothing suggested yeah, that it was a Christmas movie. Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, yes, you know, before be, Christmas, be, Halloween. Be, exa- you get it. I you do. get it. You're hashtag logged on. I love it. <laughs> you know what? We put this on the polls. And we actually, this is our first poll that we did Instagram and Twitter. Twitter's been blowing up lately. Thanks for everyone that follows us on Twitter. But uh, on Instagram, 77% of people voted that it is a Halloween movie and not a Christmas movie. So pretty strong. However, on Twitter, 60% of people voted that it was a Christmas movie. Oh, shit. And not, so it was, depending on the platform, a little bit different views here. When we put all the numbers together, and there were a lot of votes here. I was very pleased to see how many people are voting. It's awesome to kind of see that. We had 57% of people believe it is a Halloween movie and not a Christmas movie. So another W for us in office. I think we got it. The viewers are out there. But... Very surprised. I mean, Instagram, it was, you know, out of the water, all Halloween. We had a lot of votes there. But Twitter fam, they're out there. They think it's a Christmas movie. Uh, so it's it made it a little bit closer. 43% of people overall thought it was a Christmas movie. So pretty interesting poll there. Instagram knows what's up. That's what's up. Yep. Instagram, IG gain, Twitter gain. Twitter gain's been out there though. I don't want to throw shade at them. They've been really, they've been helping us out, you know? And speaking of Twitter gang, we actually have some news that's related both to our last episode and to Twitter. So we talked about NFTs a lot uh, in our last episode. We had Steve join us. It was excellent. If you're interested what a non-fungible token is at all, if you don't know anything about it, I don't even know if I said that right. Uh, go back right. to that episode, listen to it. Uh, he did an excellent job of explaining what that is, exactly how you can invest in it, you know, real life applications. And one of the ones we talked about was if you were to buy an NFT, a lot of people that buy NFTs now are making that their profile picture on Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok, whatever. And TikTok and Twitter are actually about to implement, or they're at least experimenting, and it's in beta already, adding NFTs to your profile. And Twitter actually already has a working mock-up of this. So let's just say you bought a piece of digital art, which is essentially an NFT in a lot of use cases. 
one that you're very proud of. Maybe you invested quite a bit into it. So when you go to update your profile photo, it'll just be like normal. You can update your photo. But there's going to be another option where you can add an NFT. So maybe you invested in a crypto dad like our friend Richard has. He can then have his own profile photo that he could add his crypto dad NFT. And I think it even verifies with whatever wallet. And a wallet is what stores your NFT securely. Uh, you actually link it to that to verify you own that NFT. And then it'll be displayed on your profile. Does it? So going back to our... Yeah, go ahead, novice. Does it like... Um, is there like some sort of like way for... Ex, like people who, did, who are not uploading the image themselves, like like if I'm checking out your profile and you have yeah. this NFT as your image, does it like somehow like indicate that it's an M- NFT versus a standard profile picture? Like as if like I just took an NFT screenshot and just like uploaded it as my profile image. Great question. So currently, no, uh, there, there's okay. no way to know that just by looking at the photo. Uh, you can definitely, if you understand what an NFT is and you see the rest of the profile and stuff, like a lot of times okay. in the crypto space yeah. or the NFT space, you'll know that. But this is a feature that will actually start displaying things very much like Steve was telling us would happen uh, with social platforms where they'll kind of be like a trophy case of sorts that you can start displaying on social media. So I thought it was very cool. interesting just to, within a week after he said that, there actually news about it where it'll start to be implemented. So extremely timely another shout out to steve on our last episode he knows what's up he was absolutely right on this and it's it's coming tiktok and twitter both have publicly started testing this and do have some working use cases for it have spoken to it guess we have to buy nfts now uh you're right i i feel behind the loop and i'm sad Harold, do you say, I assume you, since you're a longtime listener, Harold, that you listened to the last episode, do you feel like you know NFTs well now? No, <laughs> I wouldn't say I, no? I, wouldn't say I feel like I can know you, them well, but I do, I did enjoy the do episode. Want- I, d- I do know more about NFTs than I did before I listened to that episode. But do you have the general basis down? I do, yeah, no, he did a good job. You guys ask great questions. After listening to the episode, did it sound like we knew uh, what NFTs were? It did. I wasn't very confident, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you but for you know being there. You know what we nice. do, though? I yes. want Charlie to buy Gary's house. That's in right. Oh, I want to buy Gary's house. Yeah, so there's a, a way you can buy actual property in the real world, but an NFT version, so I it's like just that. digital. Yeah, I think Gary was shocked to hear someone else could buy his house. And I want to be that person. So I need to get on that immediately. Thank you, Harold. But the other thing we talked about on the last episode was the Instagram outage, right? Or Instagram, WhatsApp, Facebook outage it was big news. Everyone was freaking out. Uh, Instagram has actually uh, has a, a new feature that's going to tell people when their service is out now. Uh, so I think that is oh, going to be something that's... Yeah, like for a consumer people thing. Are, Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's almost like if your internet's out somewhere, like Comcast, AT&T, et cetera, it's like, hey, like here's an outage right now. We'll be working on it. And like they actually claim that they're going to tell people the expected time it'll be back up. Yeah, that's useful. That's how much people... Yeah, it is useful, but people that's how much people are well freaking out that. about this. Yeah, it's They like- do respond well to it. Yeah, I think it was a good move on their part. Another thing that they've done as well, which I- I'm not sure exactly what drove this, but I think it actually makes sense given how popular Reels has become as you know TikTok grows and Reels are kind of following that as well or kind of level or trying to be level rather. But there is something called Instagram TV, which is kind of longer form video content, not kind of in that vertical format that TikToks are in. And then they also just have regular videos that you can post on Instagram. Insta- that made three total video formats that you can consume on Instagram. You have Reels, 
You have Instagram TV and you have a regular video that's uploaded. That's a lot. That's a lot for someone to choose between. A lot of people don't even know that there's differences. People probably don't even know Instagram TV exists. So they have merged Instagram TV and then the regular video posts into one type of thing. It's just going to be one format called Instagram video. And I think this is a good news. This is good news for a lot of people, content creators, people consuming it, things aren't segmented, and advertisers as well. It, it does it doesn't make it as messy as murky. So I just thought that was an interesting update. I don't think there's that much to discuss there, but it just in terms of what Instagram is up to. I never fully really understood what like Instagram TV was. Like Reels kind of came in and there's still like Instagram TV. Um that part never really made sense to me, Charlie. I don't know if you have yeah. any more notes there. Honestly, I don't care to know. Um, who cares? Uh, go away. Great. Well, I will have you, just in case anyone does care to know what Instagram TV was or was intended for, it was very much in the name, like, you know, TV, longer form episodes, longer form video content. So now you'll still be able to do that just under Instagram video, but people would go live and sometimes that would turn into an Instagram TV afterwards. Oh, okay. But it was more like if you have anything that could be like an episode or something longer than your traditional video, it would go on Instagram TV and then be streamed. Oh, man, uh, I so know like, everyone loves it when they get notifications from, you know, that one person in high school they never talked to that goes live on Instagram. And they're like, oh, sweet. Oh, it's the worst. Uh, oh, perfect. Time for me to chime in and, you know, really, you know, get my news. Yeah, in Twitter has that have too. Have you ever Twitter. been live on Instagram? I have not. No, me neither. Hopefully not by accident either. Um, oh, that would be mortifying. Yeah. Imagine going live, like just by accident, you click something and it's, um, there's someone uh, that I, who's uh, Instagram live feed that I joined recently. Um, and, and I want you guys to know they're a young person. Uh, they're in the, like their early, like, you know, mid twenties. Uh, and they're on these live videos with these like 40, 50 year old people talking about nonsense. And I just, you know, jumped on there and just joined the chat. And I was like, what the hell is going on here? What am I even watching? And then I told them all that I was reporting them to the authorities. Um, As you would. You do love reporting people. Um, And then they were reported. Great story. (laughs) Thank you. Did you know them personally or this was just an Instagram connection? Just one. one. Was there inappropriate interactions? Oh, no, not at all. I think they were talking about haircuts or something boring as hell. Uh, okay. Should not okay. be on. I don't know Instagram Live. I'm glad it didn't exist when I was a younger person. Instagram Live. Yeah. Would have gone live. I hope not. I might have. <laughs> I think if a lot of this technology was around when we were kids, like I mean, Cringe. it's around now when kids are kids. I mean, it's just was you know. It's, wow, we sound so old. Holy shit. Let's move on yeah, from this. Yeah. Something you, else Instagram has. I think about yeah. like the content of my MySpace. Can you imagine if that was broadcast live? To oh just, God, like, imagine if you could post you know. stories back then and oh, video. Oh man. Hate it. Woo. Seeing kids out there, we'd be nuts. I guess at least what's better these days is, yeah, it's like, I mean, at least there's more of like a level of quality these days. Production value, yeah, is yeah, impressive. Exactly. That's true. So you, you, you might feel like true. less confident to put things up. Absolutely. But you know what? Something for teens right now, and this is our last trending tech topic, and it's also about Instagram, surprisingly. For teens specifically, this was created. What if I told you they were pushing out an update and the name of the update or the feature is called Take a Break? Very creative name. I assume it just is like you click something to tell you like to not get back on Instagram or it locks you out for a little while? Well, I have a quote here from Instagram's head. Uh, his name oh. is Adam Mosseri, apparently. Um, and 
Uh, yes, Allegedly, Adam. that's his name. Yes, Adam Mazzari. Explain yourself. And the goal, the goal of Take a Break, I'm glad he explained this. It's a feature for teens to take a moment to consider whether the time they're spending is meaningful. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you could always, always say no, Adam. It's right. not meaningful. <laughs> kind of, kind of put yourself in a corner there, Mr. Rosary. Uh, you know, I mean, on the flip side, you could also try to find a way to say it is meaningful. Like, likely not. I, I don't know, but it's going to nudge users to look at other content when they've been looking at the same stuff over and over. Or if Stop they view looking at con- all those ASMR videos, now. Just, <laughs> just move on. I love Stop watching people for cut up soap and stuff. Doesn't their algorithm uh, foster the opposite? That's exactly what I was thinking. Oh, for sure. But this is what's interesting. I'm glad you brought up the algorithm. So it also says that this new feature, Take a Break, will also nudge people if they view content that they have deemed to be not conducive to their well-being. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. So the algorithm and the AI is out here. It's like, (laughs) this is not good for you. Nafis, you need to stop looking at Dua Lipa videos. This is not good for your well-being. Like, you what, is it like Dua what Lipa. they deem That's gonna be contentious. to be unhealthy or what they deem in general? Like what, like I, I think it's in general. You, you know, I'm sure you've seen things where you go on there like this may contain violent yeah. or hurtful content. You know, I think it's going to be like that. Maybe something that's maybe uh, not, uh, what's the word? There goes maybe all my dark mindful. humor memes. Yeah, dark humor. I mean, this is an ongoing issue with the social media platforms to decide what content is ethical or. Yeah. Yeah, well, maybe they should start moderating if a photo looks fake or photoshopped. Whoa. Great transition. Oh, that's right. So that was a listener question (laughs) submitted to us uh, how we can tell if a photo is fake or photoshopped. So, Nafis, I know we have a couple ways that we can get started here in terms of what to look for. But you know what, Nafis, just get like. Before we even get into tools or websites you can use, do you have any tips on like what you can do just if you see a photo to know if it's fake or Photoshop? Most definitely. So, um, you know, I wouldn't say I have any legitimate skills in Photoshop, but I'm damn good at throwing something into the background, adding people into photographs, maybe removing certain things. So um, right yeah. off the bat, uh, this is going to sound, I'm going to be a little harsh with this. Maybe it's just like, Take a second to look, maybe zoom in a little bit. That'll tell you a lot. So the first thing is like, um, if you're grabbing something that might, you know, not match the resolution, let's say like you're grabbing a small image and you're putting it on something bigger and stretching it out. That's the first thing that's going to like really give you a quick straightaway. If you zoom, zoom in is like, um, things are going to be a little pixelated on the, the thing that's different right off the bat. Um, you can also see if lighting looks different. Um, so which way the lighting is actually in the image versus what could be like, you know, added to the image, they could have different lighting sources, or there could be like a lack of shadows if someone's not like doing a good job. Um, like these are all very basic things. Like these are things that you could see if you saw me Photoshop something very quickly and, you know, threw it into an image, you know, um, you know, right off the bat, Charlie, do you have anything to add from your experience? I'd say, you know, I think there's definitely situations where, especially if it depicts a person, which I think this is probably where the question came from, right? If this is someone that maybe is catfishing them or maybe they edited oh, a photo gosh. to make themselves look different, you know, where maybe in the rest of the photo, you'll see something a little different in the photo. Maybe they didn't edit it well, or maybe they used an app that does it for you. So this is, uh, I, I don't, I, so this might be like more of like a a meme these days. But the first thing I think about is like, 
a photo of a, a young lady double cheeked up and uh, what you're looking for and, and what it is in Photoshop, they're using this tool called the bloat tool, which enlarges things. Um, and then you'll look to see what has changed in the background. Typically, like if you're looking for straight edges, like a door frame or something, there's going to be like a curvature on the door frame. And then people will be like in the comments, like, yo, she Photoshopped this or like, this is fake. And then you can easily tell. I think of like the Kim Kardashian Photoshop fail with Skims with her shapewear ad campaign. Did you guys see that? I did see that. You might know a little bit more about it, Harold, but uh, (laughs) I I remember that being cautious. Why would you assume that? (laughs) Well, Harold, I just, I I feel that you would know a little bit more about this topic. I I guess you don't. Okay, great. Excellent. I'm glad you brought it up. Please well, move on. Novice was explaining her finger is stretched where her waist mm-hmm. has been tightened in the photo. Yes. So, uh, Harold, uh, quick quick question for you, Harold. Have you ever done something like this? Have you ever photoshopped a photo in a way that is, uh, you know, dishonest to the output? Should I relate to the audience that you nodded your head silently, Harold? <laughs> yeah, who hasn't? Oh wow! So um, I didn't. I didn't know if you were looking up an image to send to us, um, Charlie. I can tell you, I have definitely done this. Uh, really? I, I and not in any purposeful way. It's usually been more of a joking way. Like I've definitely like photoshopped someone out and put my face on them. Um, you know, so, something like that. You know, oh, that's different. You know. I mean, to like, what I degree haven't done it to counts. What about what? like red, red, fixing red eye? No, that's normal. Oh, a little brightness, yeah. high contrast. Yeah, yeah. No, a smoothing no, no, filter, even perhaps. Yeah, yeah we've all okay, done this. Okay. I think that's natural. <laughs> like, I think as far as I've gone, and I don't even count this as like maybe like whitening your teeth in an image. Like, yeah, I've never. I don't think I've ever gone farther than that. So I would say no. Then you haven't done anything like. Where door frames are being adjusted, you know. It's- no, no, no. I don't, even know. <laughs> I don't even know how, to be honest. The bloat tool, very simple. Right, really, right. a lot of people okay. don't know how to do it. Yeah. But I think this question might have came in as well because maybe someone's trying to see if someone's a legitimate profile or catfish or something of that nature. So I, I also wanted: Do you have any of you guys ever been catfished at all? And like. In any way or shape or form. Oh, yeah. RuneScape. Uh, you know, I was in RuneScape. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure it was a dude. It, it's unconfirmed, to be honest. It, 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 it is unconfirmed. But they were like, yo, I'll be your girlfriend. And I was like, yeah, let's do this. And then I paid them money. Um, oh, Nafis. I paid them in-game <laughs> no. money. Not real people money, but like Still. I gave them like a thousand gold. Oh. And they were no longer my girlfriend. And they may have logged <laughs> off forever. Oh, yeah, you definitely got conned there. Um, and I remember that. Probably so for a anyone that does it, so that was that your first know, point of connection, Nafis and Charlie, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So for anyone that doesn't know, RuneScape is a very nerdy online game, a medieval themed. It's social. You play with other people. You put way too many hours into it if you play it. Nafis and I first bonded over previously playing the game. I definitely played it way more than he has. What Nafis is referring to is something that happens commonly especially with uh, uh, men that are vulnerable on the game and looking for some type of romantic interest, even if it's in the game. And, and one of these people, Catfish Novice, stole his gold and ran off. And Hopeless I will tell you that that was a day love. that I... 
That was the day that I made a lot of gold on RuneScape, and I went crazy. Thank you for that, Nafis. I'm glad later in life we became good friends. He's lying. No, but I gold. I was broke. I never, I never fared oh, well. Thousand, yeah, that's I never prospered that much in this shit. game. I really but tried. I will have you know, I have a RuneScape situation where I could have been catfish, but I wasn't. So Ooh. I had a girlfriend in RuneScape at Ooh. a young age, and. If you were to put this story on paper, you'd be like, you know what? There's no way that this was a real female, right? I'll have you know that me and this person, I remember her her RuneScape handle. I was like very cheer girl. Like she was like a cheerleader. She was like Sounds three like years trap. older than <laughs> she was three years older than me. Yeah, it might have been a trap, but she it wasn't though. She was three years older than me, lived in California, so you know time zone difference we'd be chatting back in the day like msn messenger was the move like even though we had aim available like aol instant messenger a lot of people online would use msn messenger for whatever reason so we were using that we'd be chatting all the time how are you doing this and that small talk then we start dating officially in the game right officially. whatever and through you know, MSN, they, they change their relationship like, yeah. status in runescape to be yeah, yeah. 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 I, if there was a way to we would have i think there actually were things in the dumb what stuff. is the draw just I like don't know. The, <laughs> great question, Harold. The that, verbal affirmation, okay, Harold. It, but it's not. Yeah. But it's not. It is. Maybe my yeah, love languages you know, just don't align with the virtual words world. Affirmation. Uh, there's a lack that's of physical one of touch. Mine. That's for sure. Saying sweet things to one another. There's acts of service, um, gifts, gifts, of course. <laughs> Why are you using all the love languages, dude? This is RuneScape. <laughs> what are you doing? There's no love I like languages. It. Well, you're right. I don't know. You're I think it applies. Thanks. Thanks, Harold. We've got to bring you on more often. Yeah, Harold, I think... Uh, I love it. Yeah, Harold can, can bring it. But I will tell you that this RuneScape gal could also bring it because... <laughs> oh, she, oh, Lord. Whoa. Let me just say, I'm old enough now that when I was younger, webcams weren't a thing, right? Like, there was no, like, you barely had webcams. Like, it was almost like a luxury commodity, right? To have a webcam. At the time that I was playing RuneScape yeah, that I yeah, referred no, that to. that makes sense. Uh, and this is, has to be such an anomaly, like just the fact that this even happened, like this, it just doesn't make sense. Cause normally when you hear this story, it's like, it was definitely an older dude just trapping you. But she tells me that she has a webcam now. I don't have a webcam and she wants to speak with me through video on webcam for the first time. She just got this webcam. She's super excited. I told her I don't have a webcam, but I would love to do that. And lo and behold, it's her. It's her. She's speaking in the flesh. It and I was I was super scared. You remember even though she couldn't see her here. What? Do you remember her username? I mean, no, I don't remember her username. No, I don't don't know. I mean, it's like where is she? Did you know? Did you exchange photos? Yes. Yes. I I did send photos of us. But if anything, I see more like the catfish probably than her because she had verified it with it. But I remember that it oh, was so you uh, were definitely... Just, you didn't have did you send one of those photos part. with like a picture that was written out? Like, it's me. Ooh, no, I didn't do that. I, I wasn't asked to verify. Maybe it was just like less likely that like I was catfishing. But um, yeah, so I did find a real girlfriend on RuneScape. It was a great time in my life. RuneScape romance. Wow. RuneScape romance. It was something, I guess. But So how long did it last? I have no idea. I think one day we just either I think I stopped playing or she stopped playing. We never, you know. Where is she now? I don't know. If you're listening, 
Charlie's Runescape <laughs> Romance, please reach out to the podcast. Yeah, I would love to know how she's doing now. We're on social at not to be technical on Instagram, not to be tech on Twitter. Hit up your yeah. boy. And there definitely wasn't a part in that webcam conversation where she flashed me and I was mortified that my parents would find out and that I I completely shut down the application quickly because I was so scared and young. (laughs) That definitely didn't happen. Your dad knows. Anyways. So yeah. So there are tools that can help to see if you're being catfished or not. Right. So there's, I think, novice. We have a few of those tools here that we can talk about, but I think we also have just maybe some signs if you're being catfished, right? When I think about signs, if you're getting catfished this day and age, I feel like that's pretty rough for me to believe in. Like it, it's tough. I think the first thing would be is like if you're if you're on a dating app or something, you know, which I think would be a normal place to start getting catfished. Um, I don't know. At least for me, like I, it's hard for me to do small talk without like jumping onto a phone conversation or FaceTime. It's kind of like a quick way to like True. validate Absolutely. who you're talking to. And if someone's See like, if you're vibing, it's a must. Exactly. Yeah. If somebody is like, kind of like, you know, sneaking around that they're saying like, I'm too busy or giving you excuses. Like that's a real quick sign. For Red flag. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that that's the first sign. Or they're just not interested in you. Um, or that. I don't know, Harold. I don't know um, if you've experienced this on dating apps. Uh, another sign. I have been on dating apps, unfortunately. Okay. Well, <laughs> sorry, sorry to hear this, Harold. Um, if, if you're, you know, swiping away, looking for, you know, true love. Um, yes. Sometimes you'll have a profile uh, where you'll match very quickly, um, extraordinarily quickly, almost, and you're like, okay, um, someone might be interested in me. And then they quickly, you know, start chatting away with you and they ask you if you have Snapchat. Um, that and if is you'd a like, red flag. And, I and if you'd like to no. migrate to Snapchat to continue chatting away. I will not. Um, so this definitely only happens to dudes. Like there's no way this, this is like. No, yeah. I've had someone ask to move to Snapchat and that was the last they that ever heard a, from a me. That might have been a real dude. That might have been a real guy. <laughs> sure, but. No, so what no. we're talking about, it's like it's very clearly automated auto text. It's like they match, like you'll match with the profile and it's like, hey, how are you? And then like you'll be like, oh, wow, they're instantly talking to you. That's yeah, crazy. Then, so then like, dating apps themselves do this, right? In some no, cases. No, 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 not, not, the, not these. Uh, so no, no. I'll cut to the So you, you definitely yeah. haven't experienced this, Harold. Yeah. Like that's very what is, so Tell like, me all about it, please. They bring so you there's bots out there. Okay. Yeah. Bots. And so, the what the bots will do is they're set up to kind goal? of the goal is to get money out of <laughs> <laughs> the goal is just to find love in an efficient Basically manner. What, no, what, what do the bots That's want the goal. from you? Oh, Steal they your want, money. Okay. They want your money. So, they want you to pay to like look at them. Yeah, so I haven't I have not gone through with any of these things, but they ha- they all come through with a lot of stuff. They'll be like, hey, you know. How are you? You say something, there's a generic response like, hey, I'd rather ta- talk on Snapchat. They don't even get that. Like, if I were to build this bot, I feel like I would actually build it better. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, let's happens? talk on Snapchat. What's their move to get you? So, once you get on Snapchat, I think they want to get you off the app so they can send you like direct links. Maybe they'll send you snaps, things that are naughty. I don't know. Get Entice someone you. enticed. Oh, they quickly start like, sending oh. you naughty stuff. Like very, very. Oh, so, so you've gotten to this point. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I, and I say like, I because I want to see if there's <laughs> no any idea. realism. In yeah. Because I was like, oh, let me see 
what happens at the end of this like line wow. of conversation? She's really into this. me. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like then it's like you go on Snapchat and then I always like respond to the really weird stuff. They're like, hey, do you want to hang out tonight? And I was like, oh no, I can't. And she's like, or oh, can I come over? And I'm like, I don't know. Like I live at my mom's house, so it might be a little strange to bring you over. <laughs> you know, it's like 9 p.m. right now. So I'll give like full responses like that just to see what comes back. Just, just like open oh. and transparent, you know. Just, and then, like, then after that response, it's like, just you know, it, just full nudity, you know, just like very. Oh my god! You know, just you know, blatant. And then, or they're like, "Haha, that's so funny!" Exactly. Like, you want to want to share photos? Like, very clearly, not at all like being a real person. Exactly. Like, it's definitely a bot. That kind. Yeah. Of so stuff. that's all. That happens a lot on them, particularly. I think like Bumble and like Tinder probably have that more than Hinge, like being the big three. But uh, yeah, Hinge has that a lot, actually. It does. Hinge does yeah. have that too. You're right. I've seen that. Yeah. I imagine for gentlemen that were seeking that kind of content, that that would be a good avenue to. I don't. No. I. I you no, would I rather mean, if you want to pay if if you want to pay for someone for like these like you have OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. I mean, porn's free. I don't yeah, understand exactly. why we do this in general. Oh, yeah, I, like, see, I, don't I see. And if you want some no, semblance but, of realism, exactly like there's that OnlyFans vibe. No, but we want. what they're is what that what it is. No, no it's not actually a real person. It's a bot. That's the thing. It's like that's what I'm like. How does this get? Can people? bots have OnlyFans? I I don't think what? so. I don't know. No, no. <laughs> Harold, Harold, you're, no. you're Harold, you're getting too far. I'm going down a rabbit hole. Over right, here. Right. You're, All right. you're really... I'm trying to catch up. <laughs> this, this definitely this confirms that you've had no experience to women with this that type I know of. Ever. Yeah. No, I've what? never had some attractive guy nah. on a dating app try to get me to um, look at his nude picture that would do the i think it would have the opposite effect you've never well that that's a different thing i feel like <laughs> that probably does happen a lot to a lot of people but like sending photos unsolicited it doesn't happen great okay i've i don't not know not over here <laughs> not over, you don't allow it i do not <laughs> well bots though will do that bots will do it but so that, i think in terms of like fake photos and stuff so kind of going back to where yeah, a bot sorry, did, they all have fake photos while. <laughs> no, no, it, 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 no, we informed Harold of a, of a I'm pandemic on dating know apps. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, you're so in the if now, I want to entice a man, I should tell him, let's take this to Snapchat. Well, you also might be uh, reported for being a bot as well yeah, if that, you do that. I'm if not you going to do that. For someone well. like me who has a. Oh, uh, not be reported all profiles. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You mentioned Snapchat, and Office is calling the police immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I've been burned one too many times. Snapchat. Oh well, okay. then I guess yeah. You you really this does not apply to Doesn't you apply whatsoever. To me. All right. What about how do you all feel about if people asked for like your Instagram or Facebook? I don't think people really do that, but I think Instagram is pretty normal. Yeah. I, I think. A, I would say I think it's better if that happens further into a conversation. If it happens earlier in a conversation or you see that in a profile, I think they're just looking for more followers, more mm. clout, uh, and it's not really authentic. But I, I could think it's a it's honestly a legitimate way to verify if someone more is who data. they say they are. And then also just get a feel for how they are. Mm-hmm. You know, just yeah. like, okay, like how do these they are photos of them. in the universe? Yeah, exactly. So I, I think I think that's fair. I think that's a good thing. But I, I I don't like it if like if that's brought up immediately or if it's in the profile and the people are just trying to get followers. It seems like that's just ingenuine and I've just fallen you know. for that trap too. 
Did you like all their photos on Instagram? No, but I would, you know, try to slide into their DMs and be like, hi, found you on the (laughs) XYZ dating app. Hi, I'm here at my mom's house. It's 9 p.m. Someone, please, someone just tried to get me, have me on Snapchat. Please come here. Everyone's so yelling. Wiser. Everyone is yelling. <laughs> Everyone's yelling. Charlie might yell now, too. It's very confusing right now. But you're, the only thing not confusing is my love for you. There you go, bam. DM sent. I heard a rumor that you two might... Why are you putting rumors <laughs> out here? What the... <laughs> What Sorry, the hell cut is it. this? Cut it. We'll save it for later. Honestly, that was good. Like that was a good chime in, but yeah, maybe cut that shit out. Yeah. All right. Great, great hair. Silence. Well, <laughs> Sorry. I think a few other things. So I agree with you, Nofis. Where in this day and age, it's kind of harder to get catfish. I think it still happens, but it's a little bit more so of like a. It's a more intelligent way than it used to be, right? Like when you had like before the age of like dating apps and especially you can verify yourself on a dating app too you have to send like a selfie of yourself doing a weird pose or something like that but before those days when it was just like profiles you know myspace facebook maybe even instagram a little bit it would happen a lot more but i think some things where maybe it's catfishing or maybe it's just someone that's maybe things are just off and like you don't maybe they just don't want to meet up with you or whatever it is i think a lot of things that might be interesting are the syntax will be off, right? So let's just say that you're having a conversation and there's just certain things that don't align or don't make sense. And they're just like maybe pushing a conversation in another direction just to forcefully make it not about meeting up or seeing each other. Like it's almost like you're like, it would naturally be like, Hey, like, okay, that'd be great. Maybe we can meet up for coffee or a drink and like, you're something like that. But instead they just change the topic immediately. Right. So I I think that's one way where you could be like, okay, something's kind of off here. Uh, the types of photos as well, if they all look very professional in nature, uh, you know, or even if they look screenshot, it could be either way, uh, where you just sell something's off me with the quality of the photo. That could be uh, something a little bit interesting there, which is like, they, they just don't look authentic or they look just, I don't know, something, they vary a lot between the photos in terms of the quality. Just require a video call. It's a necessary yeah. milestone. Yeah, video calls I think are good. Yeah, it's a good way to qualify things. So while this doesn't help visually, I think this is something that's coming up more and more is audio messages, right? Where people are sending audio messages either through text, like voice memos. Uh, they have them in dating apps now too. So while that doesn't help with like the catfishing element necessarily, I do feel like that adds some validity and some you know being more authentic. Where it's yeah, like, it, it's it's strange where it doesn't add, like it's like you said it doesn't add some level of validity, but like there's it, it's authenticity. Like I I wasn't yeah. big on the voice memo stuff. I would say like it was around the beginning of the podcast. Like yeah. I think Charlie would send some to me, or we'd be in group chats where they'd be sent around, and I was like, this is strange. I used to hate them because I'd be like, oh my god. Like this comes up. And now sometimes if I'm just trying to communicate something that doesn't come out as well in text, it makes sense. And especially on a dating app, it's a good way to like, it's a good way for you to start sending someone one because in many instances it can sort of like, especially if you're like having a good vibe with someone, it may have them send one back to you. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a, it's actually a very good way to get a better feel for someone outside of text. Video calls and video is probably the best way to do that, but if maybe you're not comfortable doing that yet, or, or you just want oh, a little I really bit taste recommend of it. it. Yeah. I also think that's just a good idea before you meet up with someone. If you are in this situation where you have to do online dating before meeting up with someone in person. 
save yourself so too. some time. That possibly. was something I think in the <laughs> pandemic that blew up, you know, because you had to be quarantined, but it's a good thing that came from it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, th- I, I did that a little bit too, when I was getting on dating apps and like the video calls and, you know, you could tell very quickly, Oh, this is going to go well. It's not, you know, it's, it saves time, probably saves money as well. So it's there's a lot, I think, that, that's actually very beneficial with that. Yeah. Uh, so what I think is interesting is on this topic is, um, um, so with, with catfishing in general, I remember like I had gone on a trip to visit one of my cousins and, you know, me and her were just hanging out and then she gets a text from someone um, where it's a screenshot of a dating app with her photographs and she's not on this dating app. So she was very quickly like kind of scared. And it's very strange to me because that's that's not something that usually I think happens to dudes, uh, at least I would think. And mm-hmm. uh, if anything, if I found that out, I'd be quite flattered. Um, <laughs> but it's probably not that. <laughs> it's yeah, probably not great. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Man, if, I, if someone told me there's a fake profile, I'd be like, hell yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, baby. But um, that's probably not the case with uh, most women. I think that's probably a kind of a scary feeling to have. And it's most likely, yeah. I assume, maybe a dude playing the part behind these photos for whatever reason. Um, I've seen sometimes people make fake Instagrams of like, you know, girls. So it's like, Charlie, in this instance, you mentioned some tools. Um, What would someone do to find out if this is like a real profile or, you know, something of that sort? Yeah. So the easiest thing you can do is reverse image search. So on Google Chrome specifically, it's extremely easy to do. If you let's say you're on a laptop or even on your phone, and depending on what you're using, but more a laptop or a desktop, let's say you have the photo on Chrome. You, maybe you're looking at an Instagram page, or you're looking at just a photo that was sent maybe through email. Whatever it may be, you can right-click any image within Google Chrome and put, and then select "Search for this image." And once you do that, you'll get a Google result that shows you where this image is online. A lot of times what this will show you is different social profiles. Maybe it'll show you Instagram. Maybe it'll show you something that aggregates a bunch of Instagram posts. It can also work the other way where it's like, okay, you have a photo of yourself and you want to see where that's published. You can reverse image search and see where that shows up. Mm. Uh, Of course, this doesn't have to be just for people or fake profiles. This could be for anything. If you want to see where a photo came from or where to find the origination of it, you just... Google search it, and then you'll find what websites have shown it before. So definitely Google reverse image search is the easiest way to do that. Uh, but there are a couple other platforms that a lot of people recommend. Some say are even better than Google reverse image search. The first one is called TinEye. So that would be like T-I-N-E-Y-E.com. So the word tin and then I together. That's almost like a reverse image search there. And another one is Yandex, Y-A-N-D-E-X. If Gary was here, he would say that the links will be in description and he would be right. Links will be in the description for this. And you can upload a photo into any of the platforms we've mentioned so far. It'll aggregate wherever it's been shown. So definitely something helpful if you feel like this has happened or if you meet someone and they send you a photo and just seems fishy. Upload it to one of these tools, see what's going on. You can see where else it's been posted. So I think um, there's another tool that you had sent my way, Charlie, on this end. Um, and instead of thinking about finding the, the reverse image search of this stuff, um, what made me think a little differently was like uh, it was this app called Photo Forensics. Um, so the first thing that this kind of tool does is kind of like there's like weird kind of stills that they can show you that can kind of show you if like an image 
um, has different pixelation. So, you know, if an image was superimposed on another image. Yeah. Um, but what quickly caught my eye was being able to see the photo properties really fast. Um, so you could see when the photo was generated, if it was more recent versus the past. Uh, and at least on that same note, Charlie, I would probably look at seeing the date of that photo because you can still get catfished yeah, by the same person uh, using mm-hmm. old photos. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of related, but not really. For Apple users, if you're to send a photo to someone and you, uh, let's say they can view the location. Well, not necessarily. Like if they use a tool, I kind of went in office, just went over that tool. And again, that tool will be in the description as well. Photo forensics. Uh, there's also one called imageedited.com. And then another one, uh, for URL is just way too far, too, too much to, to say on here, but it's, uh, it's a, another for, photo forensics tool. Yeah. But if you upload stuff to there, you can see things like metadata that'll show location, time it was taken, things that are stored within the image if that hasn't been stripped, uh, along with other things like pixelation, weird lighting differences. But on iOS or Apple devices, let's say I have a photo of myself and someone's like, hey, do you have a photo of you like that you just started talking to or something, right? Not that this happens a lot with dating apps anymore, but let's just say it did. And I were to send that photo to someone, if... They can see, unless I've screenshot if I've changed it, something like that, the date the photo was taken if they saved the photo to their phone. So let's just say you have a photo that's like two years old. If you decide to send that to someone on iOS, they'll see Don't it. do it. It's a two-year-old photo. <laughs> so if, if there's something that should be a little bit more timely or maybe make it <laughs> seem more authentic and real and take it at the same time. You know, use your head a little bit. You, you could you could find out very easily if this was a photo that was really yeah, recent or, or not so much. You know, get a yeah, script that metadata photos real from fast. college. Yeah, you know, without but, the beard. Hey, this is what I look like now. <laughs> I look like this. My face is so thin and, still. And if they like that you don't have a beard, you have to shave your beard immediately. Oh yeah, I don't do that anymore. Up. My face is too fat underneath all of this. It's, this, my beard what is are my you makeup. Talking about you're like the most fit dude there is in. The, yeah, not my face. Whatever. It, it it all stays there. That's where all my body fat is. Well, I guess I would explain it, but. <laughs> but yeah, I think those tools are a little bit more technical in nature rather than the reverse image search. I think reverse image search is the easiest thing just to see if this is a real person, real profile. If these photos were taken from the internet, someone did something. But the other three links that we'll put in the description are more for really seeing kind of what we started with with this topic, where how to actually tell if a photo has been altered by Photoshop or something else of that nature. These will be automated ways to tell that uh, that maybe you can't see with the naked eye. So thought those were useful. Definitely check them out. There's tutorials on each of the website for like what certain things mean. So that might have been a very long-winded way to answer our listeners' question. Hopefully it was helpful to them. We did assume that it may be related to catfishing. It may have not been related to catfishing at all. Who knows? But uh, I thought it was fun to talk about anyways. And I don't even know if catfishing happens that much anymore. But bots on dating apps certainly happens. And Nofis, uh has definitely dealt with that. Yes, I have. In general, probably best not to read too much into how people look online. That's right? very nice. <laughs> like, yeah. That's what I'd be telling to all these people on dating apps. <laughs> but they don't answer me. <laughs> Whatever. That's probably I'm not just true. Kidding. He lying. He lying. Why are you lying? He lying. <laughs> but no, yes, don't, looks don't matter. 
Well, as Charlie just, said, we're going to put all segue. these fantastic links in the description. Um, so we are, as usual, as give us a shout on social media. Follow us on Not To Be Tech at Twitter, at Not To Be Technical on Instagram, um, at Not To Be Technical on the coming soon TikTok, as mentioned consistently. And of course, follow us on Spotify. Give us a rating on Apple Music or sorry, Apple Podcasts. Uh, you already know what it is. And stay tuned for the next episode. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I just hear all this uh, yelling in the background now. Yeah, classic. I actually hear it too. Thank you.